This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. 56% of job seekers say the biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications. This according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be lonely, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding that job that fits you. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location nearest you at ExpressPros.com. No fees for somebody seeking a job. Visit ExpressPros.com. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour in this Tuesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Daniel Jones, the Giants quarterback. Danny Dimes will join us coming up after the big win against the Saints. We'll talk to the voice of the Yankees, Michael Kay, here momentarily. Are we coming up with a new poll question for the final hour, McLovin? Okay, right now we have, if you could draft a quarterback who is 24 and under, and the runaway winner is Justin Herbert, 60%. Okay. Uh this is probably not a fair question, but who's the hardest quarterback in the league to figure out? My cho- choice is being Derek Carr, because we still don't know if he's good. We debate it every week. Uh, I would put maybe Ryan Tannehill on there. Uh, <laughs> is there anybody else who... Uh, Jimmy G? Jimmy G, yeah, and Jimmy G. Jimmy Baker G, Derek Mayfield? Carr. Yeah. Daniel, Dan- Daniel Jones? Jones? I know he's Kirk, coming up. Kirk Cousins? Yeah, Do you but, have an answer on any of these guys? I, I'm still trying to figure them out. I, I am. I, I, I don't know about Daniel Jones. I think he's athletic, but I, I don't know how good that team can be. Uh, Jimmy G, um, I've never been a big fan. Derek Carr has moments where we go, oh, my God, and then other moments where you go, oh, my God. Baker Mayfield, same way. Jameis Winston, same way. Ryan Tannehill. Kind of same way. Yeah, McLovin. For the record, you've been telling us Daniel Jones has talent I know. for a long time. Well, you got to take care of the football. He fumbles the ball. But but I, I don't know how good that team is, in, in fairness to him. But that's a big weekend. He threw for 400 yards. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Last time the Yankees and Red Sox met in a one-game playoff in Fenway, it didn't work out so well for Boston. It was so bad, they, uh, they had to give Bucky Dent a new middle name that was less than complimentary. That was 1978. But, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of history 
but it's not recent history. I'm watching ESPN. They're trying to hype this game, and they keep showing things that hap- happen, you know, 15, 17, 20 years ago, even longer. But uh, we wanted to bring on Michael Kay, the uh, great voice of the Yankees for the Yes Network, the play-by-play voice. By the way, he has a book that if you haven't grabbed it yet, it's called Center Stage. His most fascinating interviews from A-Rod to Jay-Z, available online wherever books are sold. Michael Kay joining us. How would you sum up this rivalry in 2021, Mike? Uh, pretty much even. I mean, if you look at the numbers, uh, the Red Sox won 10 out of the 19 games. They started off great. The Yankees ended up great. Um, and they swept the Red Sox in the final series that they played at Fenway Park. And, Dan, if you think about it, they needed every single one of those wins. If they didn't, you know, yesterday they would have been playing in a, in a tie-breaking game with the Blue Jays. So I think they're fairly evenly matched. Obviously, the fan bases don't like each other. I don't know if there's that much enmity between the players. How good are these teams? Are either one of these teams elite teams? Well, the Yankees can be elite, and they can also be awful. It's 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 a hard team to figure out. Uh, there are times that they look like they, they can beat anybody, and they can easily win the World Series, and then you know they end up losing eight games to the Baltimore Orioles. They're very, very tough to pin down and say exactly what type of team they are. Uh, the Red Sox, I think, are better than people thought they were going to be. If they don't have J.D. Martinez today because of the ankle, maybe they're not as good as you would think. Uh, I think the bullpen has been used a lot out of necessity. I'm not sure how much is there right now. But this pitching matchup between Cole and Evaldi, I think it's a pretty even matchup. I think it's a pretty even matchup for, for both teams. So it, it's definitely a flip of the coin for sure. Do you remember when you saw the Yankees change that they were going to go one-dimensional? They were just going to be a, a team that went up there and was trying to hit home runs? I remember it was a couple of years ago, maybe five years ago, that you know Brian Cashman, the Yankee GM, said something like, I'm looking for Harry Beast. Now, he's got one in the, in, you know, in the broadcast booth, but he wanted people out actually on the field. <laughs> so uh, they just started piling you know power hitters up there because they feel – the three true outcomes of a walk, a strikeout, or a home run, that plays to their strength. And I'll tell you what, Dan, when they hit home runs, they do they do win. But the problem is sometimes they don't hit home runs. And when they don't hit home runs, it's very, very difficult for them to, to create runs. Although when they were 35 and 11, that one streak, you know, in the middle of the season, they had guys like Andrew Velasquez playing and Greg Allen, and they had to create runs. But they're back to the Yankees right now, and they're going to hit a home run or they're going to lose a game. Do you think we'll get to the point where somebody is counterintuitive and that they try to play small ball, they're in a maybe a pitcher's ballpark, and, and that's their strength? I always go back to Whitey Herzog with those Cardinals or even you know Kansas City Royals that they, they couldn't compete. But you can find these players, and if you build your pitching staff in accordance to your dimensions, do you think we see that in baseball at some point again? I hope. I'm not sure. But I hope, uh, as you know, Dan, sports is very copycat-like. So if there's a team out there that actually wins games like that, I think they might go that route. But baseball is so heavily analytic, and they are not doing this just on a whim. They've got computer readouts to say this is the best and most effective way to win games. And until those readouts say something else, I think they'll still keep stacking up home runs. The thing that I never understood, Dan, I understand the home runs win games. I just don't understand how they don't care about the strikeouts. And then you look like, look at a team like Tampa Bay. They hit home runs, but they don't strike out. And I think that might be the next step because well, yeah, their, their excuse, Dan, is, well, 
nothing bad could hit. You know, if you if you strike out, nothing bad could happen other than out. Well, nothing good could happen either. <laughs> I mean, you could put a ball in play, and there could be an error. So I think that Tampa Bay has solved that part of it, where you don't have to strike out 210 times uh, a year to hit 40 home runs. I think that's the next step. I know we're looking at the end result with the matchups for this one-game format. Is there a better format, in your opinion, no matter who's in? And, you know, the Dodgers won 106, and they're in a one-game format. That's not fair. Yankees, Red Sox, why don't they play three? And I, and as I said earlier in the show, if Tampa Bay was playing Toronto, no one would be saying, we got to have a three-game series. It would be, yeah, let's just get this one and done. Is there a better format, a fairer format, in your opinion? No, I don't, I don't think so. It makes me laugh but when people say, you know, it's not fair to the Dodgers. Really? They knew the rules of engagement. Finish ahead of the Giants. You wouldn't have to play a one-game playoff. The Yankees and the Red Sox. Finish ahead of the Rays. You wouldn't have to play a one-game wild card. I, I actually like it. They're highly rated games. Essentially, you've created two game sevens, win or go home. And I think that's what every sport wants to do. I think it's perfect. And, you know, there are teams that are going to be left out. And that's the beauty of it. If there were, if this wasn't a wild card situation, it wouldn't be intense down to the last inning uh, on Sunday. And one other thing, Dan, if you turn this into a best of three, you are then making it tougher and more difficult for the team that won the division because they've got to wait longer and not play. And sometimes that takes you out of your game. I think you've got to pay a price if you're in the wild card, which the Yankees and the Red Sox will do because you're not going to use Cole in the first game of the ALDS, and you're not going to use Evaldi. In fact, you can only use them once out of the best of five. You need that detriment so that you go to win the division. I like it just the way it is. Did you ever have one of those moments, phone calls, meetings with George Steinbrenner in your career where you went, oh, boy? Um, I know he was upset with me once um, <laughs> because I said that the Yankees had reneged on a contract to Daryl Strawberry, and he was in the car riding to the airport to leave New York, and he was listening to John and myself on the radio and heard that. And let's just put it this way, Dan. He made the driver turn around on the George Washington <laughs> Bridge to go back to the stadium. So we had a little bit of a discussion after that game. But usually it was it was it was pretty cool because you know we don't have to be homers with the Yankees. We just say the truth because that's how George Steinbrenner was. If the team wasn't playing poorly, he said it. So he allowed us to say it on the air as well, and it was kind of refreshing. For somebody who didn't meet or didn't know George Steinbrenner, how would you sum him up? Intense. When he was in the building, you knew he was in the building. Even if you didn't know he was there, if you hadn't seen him, everybody was buttoned up. And I think that you still see the residual of that with Brian Cashman, who once told me, I overstudy everything simply because of the fact I don't want him to ask me a question that I don't know the answer to. So he was driven. Uh, he had a really soft side as well. But he was very, very difficult to work for because if you didn't do your job, he didn't want you there any longer. That's that's the best way I could describe him. We got uh, Jan Daniel Jones coming up. Would you rather be a Jets fan or a Giants fan? Well, that's a hard question. I, I guess the Giants are closer. So I, I would say I'd rather be a Giant fan, although the Jets do have some hope because I think Zach Wilson can play. And I like Robert Sala and how he's comported himself as well. But since I don't like suffering that much, Dan, at least not in sports, uh, I think I would take the Giants. Can you see Theo Epstein coming to the rescue for the New York Mets? 
I can. Uh, I guess the uh, the offer could be high enough that any reservations he might have maybe working for Steve Cohen. I don't know why he would have those, but if he did, you know, Steve Cohen could write a big enough check. Um, I guess this is the next thing to conquer. You've conquered Chicago and Boston, and, and if you could somehow straighten out the Mets, I mean, he's already got a plaque in Cooperstown anyway. Maybe they just build him a, an entire wing if he did this. I wondered if he wanted to be the commissioner, though. Because he's working in the commissioner's office, and I, I, I don't know what his end game is, but I, I wondered about that, that if he was sort of in the line of succession to take over for Rob Manfred down, down the road. You know, I don't know if he would be, uh, because the, the commissioner's job is more businessman than sportsman. And, you know, obviously he's been the president of, of the Cubs, and obviously he ran some business operations, but you've got to answer to 30 owners and, and, and amongst the owners is the visions. And then you've got to deal with the players as well. I'm not sure a, he would want it and B the owners are the guys that hire the commissioner. Are they going to hire Theo, Theo Epstein? I'm not sure. I think they might go the businessman route again. What's the coolest thing in your office? Um, right behind me is uh, all these baseballs and a couple of, you know, I, I had a lot of announcer signs so Ernie Harwell, and Vince Scully, uh, and Vince Scully to me because I went to Fordham and he went to Fordham. He's kind of like the patron saint of what we do, even to this day. So that's that's one of my special things there. Have you ever been mistaken for anybody? Uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Okay. If you look at my eyes, I can see that. My eyes, okay. But uh, he's a little better looking than I am. But I, I also have gotten lately um, Jameson Tyone which I'm sorry for Jameson that, you know, people have to say that about him. What about Kurt Schilling? Oh, yeah. I got that. <laughs> in, in Air, I got that in Air. Guy comes up to me and said, Kurt, I mean, it was unbelievable what you did in 2004. I said, I didn't do anything in 2004. <laughs> and he goes, no, 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 the, the whole bloody sock thing. I said, that wasn't me. And he thought I was just blowing him off. So then I, you know, if he, he insisted I was Kurt Schilling, so then I essentially blew him off. I said, I don't really want to talk to you. <laughs> because it doesn't matter to you if this guy doesn't like Kurt Schilling. Not at all. But, I mean, I, I, I get Kurt Schilling a lot, and as I go back more in the power alleys, I get more and more Kurt. <laughs> uh, have, have fun tonight there, Michael. I'm going to try, Dan. Thanks a lot. Good That's to see you. Michael Kay, Yankee play-by-play voice for the Yes Network, and his book is my most fascinating interviews from A-Rod to Jay-Z. He's losing a little hair in the power alleys. I'd never power heard alley. that before. Paulie, you're losing some of hair course, in the power yeah. alleys. It's not that deep, but it's still playable. <laughs> I'll take it. Infield fly rule, in effect. Um, that was good. Yeah, I was around George Steinbrenner a couple of times, and um, – I just remember the people who work there would tread lightly. Steinbrenner, well, as they like to say if they work for him, Mr. Steinbrenner. So George Steinbrenner would be, he had these guys who were up in the, uh, uh, the suite area. And they would watch and see if any members of the media in batting practice walked on the grass. You were not allowed to walk on the grass. And there would be security guys down on the field, walkie-talkies. And they would come up to you and go, hey, off the grass. And they enforced this. But George was enforcing this. He didn't want, he wanted that field to look immaculate. immaculate. He didn't want, you know, any uh, slobs to be walking on the grass. So you had to walk on, you know, these little paths that you have on the field there. 
But I just remember they'd have walkie-talkies and you'd have some guy down there, hey, they were always watching you at Yankee Stadium. Always. All right, we'll take a break. Phone calls, we'll have more of those coming up. But up next, we'll check in with the Giants quarterback, Daniel Jones. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. It's amazing. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. There's no limit on how much you can earn, which is amazing. In fact, even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards, take Discover. And that means when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more. Discover.com slash yes. Discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. 
Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it all. Also, breaking ground on NIL. They've got some of the biggest names in college sports. They had Caitlin Clark in there, Angel Reese, and a lot of the upcoming NFL and NBA first-round draft picks. And if you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. And the best trading card brands, Prism, Select, Don Russ, and so many more. And for those NFL draft fans, get real-time trading cards after players are picked with Panini Instant Cards, celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. The fake, Ty Long going to throw for the first time. Incomplete, Hunter Renfro came up and Jordan, what a hit by Renfro. And it will be first and ten for the Raiders. What a play, what a play by Hunter Renfro. That's courtesy of Raider Nation Radio. Brent Musburger with the call, 9.20 a.m. Discover matches all the cash back you earn in your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations do apply. This program is brought to you by the great folks at Mercedes-Benz. Their vans go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz vans build equipped, engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile, taking that all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. The pride of Duke University, Daniel Jones. He is the uh, Giants quarterback after the big win against the New Orleans Saints over the weekend. Did you watch Monday Night Football, Daniel? Uh, I watched a little bit of it. Uh, weather delay pushed it a little bit past my bedtime, but uh, I watched the first half. But do you watch as a quarterback or a fan? Uh, a little bit of both. You can't you can't see everything on the TV copy, so you got to uh, kind of piece it together in terms of what's being run and, and what they're trying to do on offense and defense. But it's uh, you know just fun to watch those games. But do you compare yourself, like you're watching Justin Herbert or watching Derek Carr. Do you sample from anybody? Like, I'm, I'm just curious what, what you could take from those games or those quarterbacks. Yeah, I think there's certainly things you can, you can watch and pick up and, uh, you know, throws they're making, uh, concepts are running, you know, how they're, how, how they're kind of playing the game. But um, I think you also need to be careful with that because you don't know exactly uh, what they're trying to do. You don't know what their ideas are going in the game and, and uh, you know, Compare yourself too closely without knowing everything could be uh, misleading. When's the last time you were on the sidelines, you're watching a quarterback play, and you're going, oh, my God. Like, I don't think I can uh, do that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think every week you see guys who, um, you know, make, make some plays that, that uh, impress everyone. You know, everyone in this league got a quarterback who can, who can do it. And, oh, there's got to be uh, one where you go, oh, my God, did you see what Mahomes did or Aaron Rodgers did, right? Yeah, I think all those guys. Uh, yeah, you, you know, I mean, 
those guys. I think Herbert's one of them, Carr's one of them. Um, so that was a fun game to watch last night. So, um, yeah, certainly, you know, I have a ton of respect for those guys. How much have you watched the Cowboys since that's uh, next week's opponent? Uh, a good bit, kind of getting into that, uh, you know, last night and then today, uh, starting our prep on them. So um, they're a good defense, ton of talent, uh, all three levels of their defense, and have made a ton of plays and forced a bunch of turnovers and, um, you know, do a lot of good stuff. So uh, we'll have to be ready. What's it like being the Giants quarterback when you're not on the football field? How, like you're walking around, but what do people say when they come up to you? Um, most of the time, just, just hello and how you doing? Hopefully, uh, you know, congrats on the win when we win and, and, uh, just kind of say hello when we don't, but, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it's good. It's been, it's been most of my time, uh, here, you know, we're, we're busy, uh, during the season. So not a ton of time to, to be out. Do we like Danny Dimes? Um, <laughs> uh, Initially, initially I didn't at first. Uh, it's kind of corny, but uh, you know, it, it's uh, you know, there's definitely worse things you could be called. What was your nickname growing up? I uh, didn't really have a nickname uh, growing up. Uh, most people call me DJ or, or, or Daniel, but I didn't didn't really have a nickname growing up. How good a basketball coach was Jay Billis? Uh, very good. He was a very good coach. Uh, I played with his son, Anthony, uh, on every basketball team, you know, I ever played on from probably the time I was in third grade and, and, uh, Jay finally coached us when we got up to, to AU in high school. And, and, uh, I'd say we had the schematic advantage and the coaching advantage in just about every game we played. Did you want to play basketball in college? Uh, I did. I think, uh, you know, particularly growing up and, and through middle school, it's probably what I played the most of. It's the easiest to play. You just need, you know, a couple of buddies and you can, you can play basketball. So we were always, always playing hoops. And, um, you know, my younger brother, uh, is playing college basketball now. Um, so we, we were always playing basketball and, uh, play a lot of football too, but, uh, I'd say basketball, basketball is probably my first passion. But, but you were there at Duke when Zion was there. Do you think you could have walked on at Duke and played basketball with Zion? I don't know. I think walking on and then playing with Zion are two different things. <laughs> uh, certainly enjoy watching him play. Uh, how close were you to going to Princeton instead of Duke? Uh, I was I was close. I think um, you know going into my senior year, um, I was committed there and, and uh, looking forward to that opportunity. And then um, you know through that through that senior football season, uh, Duke came on and being a Charlotte kid, being close to Duke and opportunity to play for, for Coach Cut um, were all things that I couldn't pass up. Are you a are you a Carolina Panther fan? I was growing up, yeah. Not anymore? <laughs> no, not, not anymore. Not anymore. Uh, favorite quarterback growing up was who? Uh, well, I was a big Jake DeLone fan because I was a Panthers fan, and, and they had some, some great years. I loved watching him, and Steve Smith, Musa Muhammad, all those guys. Um, but, uh, you know, I think all the, the big quarterbacks, uh, you know, Peyton and Eli obviously were huge and, um, you know, Rodgers and, and all those guys growing up. Well, congrats on the win against the Saints and good luck against the Cowboys, Daniel. Awesome. Thanks so much. That's uh, Daniel Jones, and he's okay with Danny Dimes.
I wondered about that. That's one of those where you get a nickname and you go, wait, I don't know if I like that. Plus, you got to be throwing dimes if they're going to call you Danny Dimes. Yes, McLovin. Those are pretty spicy nicknames you got growing up, too. Yeah, DJ, DJ. or, or yeah. Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Paul. I, I could see not wanting to be out and about if you're not winning games though, as a quarterback, especially in New York City. I'm sure there's other towns where if you're the quarterback, you, you may not get accosted on the street. But being the, the Giants or Jets quarterback and, and on your off day, I don't think I'd run and get a scone. Yeah, but you're not in Manhattan. He's, I don't think he lives in Manhattan. You're not on the streets of Manhattan but walking around. You you're, go to like a local place to get a coffee and a bagel, and I can't imagine the reaction from some fans. Well, I don't think he's wearing his jersey out. <laughs> you know, he might not be that recognizable in the suburbs of Jersey there. Yeah, McLevin. If you were a New York, if you were a Giant or a Jet and played in New Jersey, would you still want to live in New York City if you were 25? Yeah. I would too, but I, I don't think many of them do. No, I, I don't remember many of them. Most of them lived in Jersey uh, from when I remember back in the 80s when I was around the team. But, you know, the practice facilities are there as well. There's, there's no reason to be uh, in, the, in the city if you have to commute out to Jersey. Yes, he. I wonder if players who play sports that have guaranteed contracts are more likely to live in the city than not. So if you're just thinking about money, if I'm a player in the NFL, I'm like, I don't know how much more of this money I'm even going to get. Yeah. But if I'm a baseball or basketball player, I'm like, let's go. Well, if you're playing in New York, you're playing at the Garden, you're a Ranger or a Nick, then yeah, I'm living in the city. Yeah, Paul. But imagine you get traded somewhere like to the 49ers and you're trying to buy a little house around that area. <laughs> and you're like a, a backup defensive back making $700,000 a year. Well, yeah, there are certain places where you can live where you can go, I can live like a king. And then you go to New York, L.A. Like if you're in Green Bay, I'm going to guess 700 grand is going to go pretty far. Outside Pittsburgh? Yeah. 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 In New York, 700 grand, I can get you a studio in uh, Red Bank. That's per square foot. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to get a roommate uh, with that uh, pay off this 700 grand. Yeah, McLovin. Yeah, go on Craigslist. Uh, roommate wanted, uh, backup quarterback, <laughs> Giants. If you're Daniel Jones, do you buy the NFT where he trips? <laughs> no, do you do you but do you buy it so you own it so nobody else gets it? McLovin? Very smart. I want to buy the NFT where I break my glasses with the basketball too. Ooh. Like a similar thing. Yeah. Giants are one in three. Next opponent will be the Cowboys coming up on Sunday afternoon. Couple of phone calls. Uh, there's, there's some reporting going on with Urban Meyer and it feels like there's speculation. I, I mean, this isn't heavy reporting, but there's just sort of speculation. Uh, Michael Silver has covered the NFL for a couple of decades now says in a uh, tweet, the Urban Meyer situation in Jacksonville has reached a crisis point, especially in the locker room. One player told me, quote, he has zero credibility in that stadium. He had very little to begin with. Michael Silver goes on to tweet. Players were particularly put off by the fact that Meyer canceled Monday's team meeting as he dealt with the uproar over the videos of him and a young woman getting cozy in that Ohio bar. He even canceled the team meeting. He was too scared, a player said. Michael Silver goes on to say, 
Instead, Meyer only apologized to position groups individually. He portrayed the woman in the videos as a random person who was just there dancing. Suffice it to say, his audience was highly skeptical. He then adds, said one player, we looked at him like, what the bleep? Right when he left, everyone started dying. Right when he left, everyone started dying laughing, and he knew it. Bottom line, Michael Silver continues to tweet, said the player, it's bad. I don't know how he's going to function. Uh, yeah. So those are uh, some pretty damning quotes. I haven't heard anything yet from uh, Shad Khan, the owner. I, I think that's the important person to hear in all of this. Um, I think the only thing I saw was he was aware that Urban Meyer was going to stay behind and visit his family, grandkids in Columbus, where he has his restaurant, and then fly back. Since they played on a Thursday night, and I think that that uh, was about all that we heard. Paulie, do you have a statement from Shad Khan? Yeah, I'm going to send it to you. The uh, team just tweeted out. Give me 30 seconds. Okay. Right. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Jacob in Texas joining us. Hi, Jake. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Hey, How's it going? Good. Yeah, uh, so I thought I'd just share this story with you guys. Um, so a couple of years ago, right before the pandemic hit, I was uh, traveling from Texas to California. I had a layover in Phoenix. And so I go and sit down kind of away from everybody. And uh, there's this one seat kind of kind of by just this one other guy. And we're off, we're off to the side. And so I sit down. I'm just minding my own business. And the guy next to me is on the phone. And I can hear his voice. And all of a sudden, I just feel like I recognize his voice. So when he gets off the phone, I lean in. And I said, hey, I you know, apologize. But have I heard you from somewhere? Are you famous? And and uh, he was like, no. He's like, no, I'm not. And then uh, and I was like, are you sure? I swear I've heard your voice from somewhere before. He said, and so he told me no, that he just had woken up early this morning. And he has one of those voices is what he told me. So then, uh, so then I'm just sitting there. About 10 minutes goes by. And all of a sudden, this guy comes running up. And he says, Jeanette, oh, my gosh, you're my favorite. And answer ever, oh, my, can I take a picture with you? Can I get your autograph? And he does this whole thing with this guy. And he stands up, and he's really nice, and he took care of it. Well, then after the guy leaves, he sits right back down next to me, and it's just really quiet. <laughs> and then out of, no, and out of nowhere, he just leans into me, and he goes, hey, man, I'm really sorry for lying to you. I just, you know, when I travel, I just try to mind my own business. And, and I just acted like it was no big deal. And so ever since then, every time I see you, I hear Jim and I always think of that story, so I thought I would share it with you guys. All right. Well, thank you, Jake. Hello, friends. Uh, Shad Khan, the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, 15 minutes ago released the following statement. I have addressed this matter with Urban. Specifics of our conversation will be held in confidence. What I will say is his conduct last weekend was inexcusable. I appreciate Urban's remorse, which I believe is sincere. Now he must regain our trust and respect. That will require a personal commitment from Urban. To everyone who supports, represents, or plays for our team, I am confident he will deliver. He is four games in to his career as an NFL head coach. It'll be really hard to recapture that locker room if he had that locker room to begin with, because there were reports that, you know, this, this college rah-rah type attitude was not going over well in that locker room. Then you have Tim Tebow was brought in. You bring in the strength and conditioning coach from Iowa who was already 
under a cloud of controversy. Uh, you have this. You have play calling. You have, you know, it just feels like there's a, the list keeps growing. It's not supposed to grow like this exponentially. Um, this isn't going away. And if you continue to lose, then, I mean, once those players turn on you, they usually don't turn back. And, and you know, Shad Khan has got on, you know, he's a billionaire. So if, if it doesn't work out, um, then he'll move on and he'll find somebody else. Somebody's going to want to come in there and, uh, you know, be the coach of Trevor Lawrence. Um, but, you know, billionaires don't want to be told what to do. And, you know, that's another thing to factor in. If, if that were the case, then Daniel Snyder might be a good person. But, you know, these people, they don't need to answer to anybody normally. But you have to answer to your fan base eventually. But with Urban Meyer, this isn't going away. This isn't going away. I, I think the statement makes it seem like that he's safe right now. For now. Who's Jacksonville got coming up here? What are the next couple of games here? Because you're 0-4, and if you start to all of a sudden get to 0-7, 0-8, yeah, McLovin. So they host the Titans this Sunday, mm. uh, and then they host the Dolphins. Okay. And then they go to Seattle and host the Bills. So the next two games are their chances probably. Yeah, yeah. Boy, those, those might be really, really important games. Far more important than we ever thought. Because if you don't win those, I, I'd have – you're not winning in Seattle. And then Buffalo comes back. I mean, if he wins two games this year, three games this year, I, I don't know if anybody thought, you know, maybe they're going to win five. Maybe the over-under was four for Jacksonville. And, and, I, and I do think that you're going to win he, – he can win a couple of games that you would go, man, I can't believe they're, they're leading. They're winning. They won. Yeah, McLovin. <laughs> they were leading the Cardinals at I halftime, know. and they were beating up somebody last week, too. Yeah. I thought they were going to beat the Cardinals. But, you know, you're, you're going to – they'll get it right. The question is, how often will they get it right? Yeah, Paul. Three and a half years ago, they were 10-6 and six and a couple plays away from going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's forever ago. Yep. Forever. Had that great defense. You know, they survived with Blake Bortles as their quarterback. Yeah, McLevin. I'm finding it hard to recall why they hired Urban Meyer in the first place. Like, um, One of the great college coaches in the last, you know, 30 years. It, it, this, this doesn't take away from that. It's just when you, you're a college coach, you control everything. He got there and tried to implement that, at least according to the reports. And these players aren't going for that. They were happy to get away from that in college. Like, I, I have to put up with this. The only way I can get to the league is I have to put up with this. And then when you, once you get to the league, you're like, no, 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 no. I don't need that. That's not how it works. You know, I get paid, you get paid. Chances are I might be getting paid more than you. I don't want the rah-rah stuff. Yeah, Pauline. I'm going back to that game three and a half years ago, AFC title game, New England Patriots, Jacksonville Jaguars, with eight minutes and 50 seconds left, they had a 20 to 10 lead in the ball. Eight minutes and 50 seconds, 20 to 10 lead in the ball on the Patriots. 
Two touchdowns from Brady to Amendola, and it's over. Let's take a break. Last call for phone calls, what we learn, what's in store tomorrow. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it all. Also, breaking ground on NIL. They've got some of the biggest names in college sports. They had Caitlin Clark in there, Angel Reese, and a lot of the upcoming NFL and NBA first-round draft picks. And if you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. And the best trading card brands, Prism, Select, Don Russ, and so many more. And for those NFL draft fans, get real-time trading cards after players are picked with Panini Instant Cards, celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs 
of the Dan Patrick Show. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Dan Patrick Show newsletter available daily around 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. Recaps the entire show. Sign up. Go to danpatrick.com. Enter your email address in the box that slides out. Bottom right corner. You're good to go. Backroom guys do a great job with the newsletter. Gives you a heads up on specials that we have. T-shirts available. Podcasts as well. Everything is there for you. And it's a Dan Patrick Show newsletter. All righty. Last call for phone calls, what we learn, what's in store tomorrow. Uh, let's go to Dan in Mexico. Hi, Dan. What's on your mind in New Mexico? Hey, Dan. Hey, I'm Ed. Ed. Well, that's... Ed in New, Mex- in New Mexico. Oh, okay, as opposed to Dan in Mexico. Hi, Ed. <laughs> Hi, Dan. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, you're you're the best interviewer on radio or, t- or television, uh, but I had to say something uh, about uh, Aaron Rodgers. I have to go against the grain. Oh, the grain seems well. The grain seems to be that he can be an actor, that he can do Jeopardy, and I don't see it. I, I don't think he has any presence. He just he he can play himself. I I have cast plays and and films, and. If, unless I was going to cast him to throw a football, uh, he couldn't do anything else. So I'm, I'm sorry. I don't agree with the uh, uh, his career as an actor going forward. I think he should stay with football. All right. Well, thank you. That's Ed in New Mexico, not Dan in Mexico. Maybe Dan in Mexico would have thought that Aaron Rodgers could do other things. Uh, I thought he did a pretty good job on Jeopardy. I was told all along that he was not going to be the choice but that they did like his preparation, that he did work hard. He wanted to be great at it. Um, and, and it's not fair to look at one week in there and go, boy, I know what you're going to be like. I, I, I can only tell you from experience, so all these people who are being critical or giving their opinions, how many have actually been on that set and you know handled the traffic there? And I did 100 episodes of Sports Jeopardy. And I can speak from my experience it's you're, you're it's hard to show personality when you're trying to get everything right. I mean, that's that's the key. You're you're an air traffic controller and then you got to have personality. I mean, that's what it is. You're landing planes and you're, there's so much going on and you have to be aware of so many different things. And it took me probably 50 episodes where I felt truly comfortable where I could have some fun. Just to do it for a week, that's not fair to anybody who does it. But if you do stand out after a week, then you deserve the job. And uh, Mayim Bialik did a great job, got the job, and uh, good for her. But it's not easy. 
and I was in in my own world. I, these were sports questions, answers. I knew most of them, and even then, it was still difficult. But can Aaron do that? Yes, he can. Um, can he be an actor? I don't know. I mean, I'm an actor, I guess, but I. <laughs> You, you can't sit here and go, boy, you can't be an actor. Or you can be an actor because Terry Bradshaw's done it. Howie Long's done it. I mean, we've seen guys who do it. Uh, Tony Romo, I guess, is an actor. He's in commercials. Rogers in those commercials feels like he's doing some acting a little bit. Yeah, McLovin. You got a lot of former players who are doing like host roles, like Strahan has a yes. game show. Nate Burleson's on CBS this morning. Yes. Frank Gifford was always doing that kind of yes, stuff. Yes, he was. He? Yes, he was. Uh, do I think Rodgers can do it? Yeah, I guess so. Do I hope he plays football for another five years? Yes, I do. But I, I don't think he was going to get the Jeopardy job. I thought it was going to be... Uh, I thought Ken Jennings was the guy who was going to get the job. And and somebody who works there and I met through Sports Jeopardy, you know, they kind of let me in on some of the things going on. But, uh, you know, let's just put it this way. I knew a little more than I ever let on, but I wanted to be fair to the process of these people who were trying to to do this job and, and you know, still held out hope that they were going to get these this job. Uh but uh, Mayim, for all uh, intents and purposes, is the right person for that job. That was it. I found out stuff after the fact that, you know, who was going to get the job, uh, Mike Richards, that they got all this positive press. I mean, they did a wonderful job. It was just they didn't vet who was going to take over for Alex. And had they done that, they could have avoided they could have taken advantage of all this positive publicity because they got a lot and people were talking about this and people wanted that, that job or at least the opportunity to do it. And they had, you know, quite a, quite a list of people who got a chance to do that, but that is a difficult job of all the TV hosting jobs, game shows that has to be right there because you can't mess around. Like if you, if you screw up on prices, right? Like it's not the end of the world. Jeopardy? Oh my God! You can't screw up Jeopardy. Yeah, Jeopardy is you know that that's that's in our lexicon. Like that Jeopardy is something that's in our life every single night. Like if you miss Wheel of Fortune, you're okay. Jeopardy? Wait, did he win again? How many? How many has he won? Like it's really, really, really important. And the people who work there are wonderful, brilliant. They care so much about it. I would get my game sheets, so it had every clue on there, uh, and and this was Sports Jeopardy. I wasn't allowed to. T- they wanted to know where I was going to be when I had that, when I was studying it prior, prior to doing the uh, shows. So I'd just be in my dressing room, and I used the same dressing room that Alex did, and I would just have it there. They wanted to make sure that they knew where those game boards were, and you know, so you can't share it with anybody. And this was just Sports Jeopardy, which, you know, we were we were doing this and it was just on a, a website that we were doing it on, a Sony website. But uh, Aaron Rodgers, to do what he did, and, and the person I know there said he probably prepared more than anybody they'd ever seen. Okay. So, uh, Jeff in Detroit. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind today? 
What up, though? One time for Chatrow. Thanks for sliding me in. Listen here, that Bruce Arians interview was great. I find it kind of funny that his turning point was the halftime of the ATL game where he became more offensively and defensively aggressive, and that eventually won him a Super Bowl. That was a pretty good uh, point. Uh, Urban Myers, over under four games. What you got? What, four more games? Yeah, four more games before he, he calls it quits. And what happens first? Does he resign or does the pressure become so overwhelming that, you know, how the organization will come forth? It seems to be in both parties' interest for him to, you know, not be with the team anymore. Because once you lose the locker room, it's gone. Yeah, you know? but it, I, it really I don't is. I don't want to thank you, Jeff. I don't I don't want to get into the over under four more games. I mean, it's his job. Uh, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I, I, do I think he's going to stay there the whole year? I hope he does. Yeah, let's see what happens. But if the owner is backing him, that's the most important step. But then that locker room, I've seen that get away from people, get away quickly from people, and they never get it back. Todd, what did you learn today? Bruce Arians has always enjoyed talking trash to officials and opposing players, including Richard Sherman, who's now on his own team. McLovin? Jim Nance was thrilled to visit Brett Musburger and the CBS crew early in his career. Seton? Football's a team game. Paulie? Jim Nance. Tony? Tony? What we learned brought to you by 2021 Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs every member is waiting to impress. Learn more at MBUSA.com. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Thanks for joining us on the program. For Seton, Paulie, Fritzy, McLovin, yours truly, this has been the Dan Patrick Show. One more item. We close out this Tuesday show, and what a show it was. Got to have energy to do something like this for three hours, right? It's a young man's game. Whether you're at the gym or the office or you're hosting a radio show. M-Drive, the everyday supplement for driven guys who refuse to let age slow them down. Packed with clinically tested ingredients, M-Drive supports healthy testosterone levels while helping maintain lean muscle and giving you the energy to fight back against aging so you can compete every single day. You can find M-Drive at Walgreens, Rite Aid, and Vitamin Shop or visit mdrivedan.com. It's delivered right to your door. They offer free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. As we get older, don't have to act like it. Don't have to slow down. You can keep up with the younger guys. M-Drive gives your body the T-support it needs to compete and win. M-Drive is not for everyone. It's for the driven. Visit mdrivedan.com for more strength, energy, and T-support to fuel your daily drive. Don't let age beat you. Visit mdrivedan.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.